with a special program from Haven. I'm Charles Morris from WBGW in Evansville, Indiana. In a time like this, with what's happened in New York City and Washington, D.C., many are asking why. For the Christian, it's a time to remember God is our refuge. That's how we began the program 20 years ago, this coming Saturday on September 11th, 2001. Another date that now lives in infamy alongside Pearl Harbor. This is the day in our lives when everything changed. A recent survey by USA Today and Suffolk University revealed something surprising, even unusual. More Americans than ever, 66% of respondents, believe that the terrorist attacks changed life forever. As time has moved on, we've come more and more to realize that we're never going back. But there is good news. The past is not our goal. There is no golden age we're trying to return to as followers of Christ. Instead, we're looking for that city that has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Labor Day, we're beginning a series this week called 9-11, 20 Years Remembered. I was traveling in Indiana when we got word of what happened. I knew we needed to share words of hope and scrub our previously planned program. And thanks to modern technology and a cell phone, we were able to get a new program up on the satellite two hours after the second plane hit the second tower. That day changed the world forever. It also changed this program. I began to see a need to talk about things happening in our world today from a Christ-centered perspective, and we soon after became Haven Today. So I want to go back to that historic program. I want you to listen to the shocked voices of our guests, Pastor Tim Keller in New York City, and broadcaster Donna Leland in Chicago, and how all three of us turned to Jesus on a very dark day. If you've been blessed by Haven Today and would like to support the ministry, I'd love to send you a special book that remembers that day from a Christ-centered perspective. It's the 20th anniversary edition of Let's Roll by Lisa Beamer. You might recall her husband, Todd, was on the ill-fated United Flight 93. He and several other passengers gave their lives to down that plane that had been taken by terrorists. As you read this special edition, you'll not only better remember what happened, but you'll have confidence and hope in the future because both Todd and Lisa Beamer had their faith in Jesus. Call us after the program at 800 654 2836 865 Haven or visit our website read more about Let's Roll and then make your gift at haventoday.org haventoday.org Now, let's return to the program we aired back on September 11, 2001. must 
remember that God is our refuge. No matter what's happening, and it appears that evil has risen with an ugly head, and also that the world we live in is spinning out of control, we need to remember, even if we're on the precipice of a war, that God is still watching after his people. In fact, in Psalm 46, it says God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall, and the World Trade Center collapses. No matter what happens, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with surging, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Some nations in the world may be laughing. They may be scoffing at what has happened. Some people in the United States are in fear, worried what's happened to their country. Is this the land of the free and the brave any longer? And even for those who laugh, the psalmist said in Psalm 2, Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their fetters. And then it says, God enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. So while some may be laughing at the loss of life, at the terrific tragedy, and the pressing down that this has had on so many people, not only in Washington and New York City, but other places as well, relatives of those who have died, friends as well. We must remember that in the end, God is not only in control, but God has already decided the outcome. And God is victorious. With me in Evansville, Indiana, where I'm broadcasting from right now, is someone that many people across America will recognize, Donna Leland well-known to people on the Broadcasting Network and WMBI out of Chicago. Donna, there are, of course, tragedies striking all the time in Chicago, where you live. How do you view this from your vantage point? Charles, I recognize living in Chicago that I'm sojourning in this area. My husband is a police officer, and every day we hear stories of families who, in essence, their lives have been blown apart and we think about the tragedy that goes on daily within these homes. And I'm uh, connecting that to what's happened today. And I just think, oh, Lord, lives have been blown apart. Families have been blown up. But this goes on every day in our wonderful nation. And really, it's only Jesus Christ who can take all that shrapnel of these people's lives, regardless of where they live, and repair it and bring it back together and make it whole again. And I just pray for the families of those who've gone through that in New York and in D.C., that the Lord will just begin their repairing process of giving them the peace that they need in order to have those lives repaired. And let's just be praying for them as a nation and thinking about them even today. Thank you, Donna Leland, for joining me for the Moody Broadcasting Network. Would you, just wherever you are, pray with me right now. Dear Lord in heaven, as Donna just said, there are many, many people impacted by this. There are family members, and there are friends, and we are just now, some of us, beginning to learn of people who have been injured or people who have died. Father, would you please minister to those who are injured and minister to those who are afraid 
minister to those everywhere who are worried about the future of their country or the future of just this entire world. They don't know what's happening, and it does seem like it's spinning out of control. Just as Jesus prayed before he went to the cross, would you just glorify us through your Son and what your Son did on the cross? You granted Jesus authority over all people that he might give eternal life. History didn't revolve around what happened there in New York City at the economic center of the world with Wall Street just below those crumbled World Trade Center towers. And it doesn't revolve around what happened in Washington, D.C., the political capital of the world. History revolved around the cross. And in all this tragedy, dear Father, may you be glorified. May your Son be glorified. And may those who need comfort be comforted. In Jesus' name.
from our Refuge album, that's the music of Haven, ministering to all of us in a time of trial in what's been happening in Washington, D.C. and in New York City. On the telephone line with me right now is the pastor of the largest evangelical church in Manhattan, Dr. Tim Keller. Tim, you're just now beginning to learn of your own parishioners who many worked in the Wall Street area and even in the World Trade Center, and you're learning of many who have lost their lives. How do you see God's hand in this event? How do I see God's hand in all this? Well, right away, that whenever a tragedy hits, God is saying to anyone who sees it or feels it, you need me. Life isn't safe. You aren't competent to handle it. It's not possible. You need spiritual resources. Human ability isn't enough. That's true if it's a natural disaster. It's true if it's a, an act of human aggression like this and so on. That strikes me because this summer I studied all 150 psalms, about five weeks, and the one thing that just struck me, oddly enough, was how unsafe a life these writers were having compared to me. Another thing that we have to keep in mind is that there are tremendous disasters and tragedies like this happening all the time, constantly, but they're happening to small groups or individuals. Suddenly, a, a young mother just drops dead of a brain aneurysm and leaves three children behind. That's happening every day. This is just a tragedy, a horrible tragedy, an example of the brokenness of the world. And as a result, we start asking the questions that we really should be asking anyway all the time. Without it in any way trivializing the horror of this situation, this sort of thing happens to people all the time every day. This is the, the life we have. We have assurance as Christians in two ways that other people don't have. One is that God says he's going to end this someday. He cares about this, that he's doing something about the brokenness of life, and someday disease and aggression and war and all that will be over. And the second thing we know is in, though we don't understand completely exactly how this works, he is so committed to ending the brokenness and the suffering that he entered into this world and experienced the suffering as Jesus Christ on the cross. So though we do not understand why he hasn't put an end to it yet, we have an assurance that actually no other religion has, and that is that God is not aloof from it. <laughs> he is so committed to seeing it ended, and he is so concerned about it that he would be willing to actually participate in it. There's no other religion that even claims that God has that kind of uh, involvement and concern about our suffering. And that doesn't help that much uh, in immediately uh, as uh, as the suffering comes on me, and yet it keeps me afloat. It doesn't get rid of the pain, but it keeps me afloat to have those assurances that it's going to be over someday and that God has paid the ultimate price himself in suffering in order to see that day come. Thank you, Tim. I know you're extremely busy tending your flock. Reverend Tim Keller, pastor of Redeemer Presbyterian Church, an evangelical church in Manhattan. He lives and his church is on the Upper East Side, but many of his parishioners work in the village, Wall Street, around the World Trade Center. Many of his people worked in the World Trade Buildings itself. This is a tragedy in Pittsburgh, in New York City, in Washington. And many times we have prayed, we have shared scripture, but the music dedicated to our God who is the creator and sustainer of life triumphant, is what we need. What's happened in Pittsburgh, what's happened in New York, 
what's happened in Washington, D.C. is certainly a tragedy. And for the Christians, we can only remember what is said at the end of Psalm 2 that I referred to earlier. The end saying, blessed are all who take refuge in him. Earlier it says, therefore you kings or you rulers of the world, be wise, be warned. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way, for his wrath can flare up in a moment. There are people raging against a country right now. There are people laughing and scoffing and proud of lives they may have taken. Some taken for very religious reasons. But we need to remember that this raging is not against a country or the United States of America or not against anyone else that's a human being. The real raging in the heart of all mankind is against God. And the tragedy at work here is that these people don't even know that in their hearts and in their minds, their rage is against the one true living God and not a political entity. I want to offer special thanks to WBGW in Evansville, Indiana. I want to thank Donna Leland of the Moody Broadcasting Network. And a special thanks, as he tends his flock, to Pastor Tim Keller of Redeemer Church in Manhattan, New York City. May God be glorified in all his people. If you'd like to contact us, our telephone number is 1-800-65-HAVEN. 1-800-65-HAVEN. If you'd like to contact me, if you'd like to offer a special prayer request, write to Charles Morris at HavenMinistries.com. And now in your life, and in the lives of those who are left in Pittsburgh and New York and Washington, may Jesus Christ be praised. May God be glorified today and forevermore. I'm Charles Morris. God be with you. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the earth and the world,
that the length of our days is 70 years or 80 if we have the strength. Yet their span is but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Who knows the power of your anger? For your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. Listening to the replacement program we uploaded by satellite on September 11, 2001, two hours after the second tower being hit by the second plane in New York City. The song we just heard is You Are God from the Haven Quartet's Refuge album. I'm Charles Morris, and this is a special Labor Day program called 9 11 20 Years Later. Before we go, I want to offer you a special 20th anniversary book that remembers the courage found on that tragic day two decades back called Let's Roll by Lisa Beamer. Tomorrow we'll hear from Lisa as she shares how her husband Todd was on United Flight 93 when terrorists took over the cockpit. They knew what had happened in New York and Washington, D.C., and decided that they wouldn't be a part of it. 
I know when you read this book that looks at Todd's love for Jesus and his family and his country, it'll give you hope that people still stand against evil today. So, for your gift to this 100% listener-supported ministry, I'll send you Let's Roll by Lisa Beamer. Our number to call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website, read more about Let's Roll, and then make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Happy Labor Day. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again together, we'll share the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. An old theologian once asked, what's the most profound truth you've ever learned? You might expect a long and technical lecture on the intricacies of some obscure doctrine, but no. He leaned back in his chair, and he quietly sang this line from a song. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Simple, but profound. If the Lord loves you, there's nothing else you need. The Apostle Paul put it this way in Romans 8. He who didn't spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Christ's love is profound, and it provides for everything that we need. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.